Hi everyone, welcome to the Lightroom. My name is Chisum and I'm excited to be in front of you this weekend. How is your weekend going? How are you feeling? How was work this week? How was school this week? How are you feeling generally? I would love to know in the comment section. For me, I am feeling excited. Um, I'm very excited about this season of Christmas generally. We have a Christmas party coming up at the end of the month or towards the end of the month. And I'm very, very pumped about it. Last year, TLR Christmas looked like challenging people on social media to share their Christmas stories with Jesus as a center. It was amazing seeing people's creative submissions during that period. And there was a 50,000 era cash prize at that point. And <laughs> it came from my pocket, but I really felt led to do that. And I'm glad I did it. This year, the Lord is pushing us to do something even bigger. And we'll be taking Christmas to children in Ajegunle. It's going to be amazing. We're going to share the gospel with them. We're going to share food and drinks and back-to-school gifts with them. So far, we've raised 85,000 Naira. That's just two people, actually. We've raised 85,000 Naira for this event. And we have a long way to go. Our current budget sits at 400,000 Naira based on current market prices. And we're just hoping that things don't go up before we're able to get everything we need. But I invite you to partner with me for this project to see Christ formed in the hearts of these kids and also to give them an experience of Christmas that most of them don't really have. So the link to partner would be in the description box. But I'll just call it right now is bit.ly forward slash TLR Christmas, all in small caps. I'm really excited for this, guys. Please show up. Please support it would mean so much to me all right so today's episode um this is our second video in the series fruit of the spirit a couple of weeks ago i did a, a video on how can i live above sin can i live above sin and someone asked the question she said how can i consistently walk in the spirit and that's what this series is set to address last week we talked about love and this week, we'll be talking about another fruit of the spirits, patience. For the episode on love, I shared personal stories because I've mentioned time and again here on the podcast that the lessons that I share here on Lightroom, I'm not isolated from those lessons. Many of them are very personal. It almost feels like for each episode I have to work on, Lord takes me on a personal journey for that episode, maybe months before I even release it. And it's something I'm really grateful to God for, and I'm sure that a lot of people would also benefit from. So for today's video on patience, I'll give a backstory before I get to the main juice of it. Or you could see the story as the juice, I don't know, but I'll give a backstory. So a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was just thinking about a lot of things, and I was overwhelmed I hate to admit that, but I was feeling overwhelmed about the thoughts in my mind, about the situations that I was dealing with. And for the most part, it really felt like I was putting a lot of effort to so many things and not seeing the kind of results that I was expecting. So it was overwhelming to think about. And I was talking to my husband about it. We prayed for a bit and I just, you know, was lying down. I gathered the little strength I had to come downstairs and just look for a quiet place in the house to do my Bible study. Originally, I had planned to read the book of Acts, which I was on at the time, but I just felt stirred to read the book of James. 
So I opened the book of James. I've read the book of James several times on my Christian journey, like several times. There are many of the verses in James that I can quote verbatim without looking at version. I can even tell you which version it's from. But this time it was so different because I was in a situation where I needed to hear the exact words that I was reading. It felt like I was reading these words for the very first time. And I'll read words to you from NLT. James 1 verse 2. It says, Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles of any kind come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. I chose this version to share with you today because it kind of breaks down a lot of things I may have had to explain using a different version. That day, when I picked up this portion of scripture to read, I was dealing with different kinds of situations, different kinds of situations, and this verse really just shut an arrow at my heart because it says when troubles of any kind some versions say various kinds come your way it's an opportunity for great joy joy is another fruit of the spirit that we'll be talking about next week and so i won't get ahead of myself to over explain that verse i'll head on to verse 3 it says for you know that when your faith is tested your endurance has a chance to grow Months ago, I did a series on how to study the Bible, and I shared four A's, which I learned from my pastor, who's also my husband, but I shared four A's on Bible study. So it's author, aim, author, aim, audience, and application or acknowledgement. So in the book of James, who wrote the book of James? It is James. And many people argue that the James that wrote this portion of of scripture the james in this context is james the brother of the lord jesus and some may argue that it's a different james but many theologians believe that it was james the brother of jesus the other child of mary and joseph that wrote this portion of scripture even if it was that james the way he introduces himself in this scripture really stuns me he says this letter is from james a slave of god and of the lord jesus christ so he didn't say Aburo Jesus or um, the one that is always around Jesus. He subscribed to the Lordship of the Lord Jesus. And who is the audience? The 12 tribes, Jewish believers scattered abroad. So there are many reasons why Jews were scattered, chief of which was difficulty, difficulty from the government, difficulty in persecutions. So there were many reasons, chief of which difficulty that made the Jews disperse this way. So it gives you more context to what James is saying and how he's saying it. His audience are the 12 tribes scattered abroad. So now think about this. These people are going through difficult patches. These people have many times been displaced from their homes, many times in situations that are not ideal or situations they did not plan for. And what James is telling them in encouragement is counted joy when you experience troubles of different kinds. He was not talking about metaphorical troubles. They were actually experiencing difficult times in their different phases of life. It can apply to you because, I mean, especially if you're in Lagos, just being in Lagos is a trouble <laughs> on its own. It's very interesting being a Lagosian or living in Lagos or living in Nigeria or wherever you are in the world. There are troubles that come with where you live. There are troubles that come with the kind of job you do. There are troubles that come with just being alive and being human. But James encourages us to count it all joy 
when these troubles come. Now, you're not counting it joy because God is bringing you these troubles. God doesn't tempt us with evil. And later on in this, in this verse, in 15 to 17, in this chapter rather, from verse 15 to 17, you see that God is father of lights. He doesn't tempt with evil. He can't be tempted by evil. So he would not, out of his nature, tempt you with evil. So when you experience these diverse troubles, it is not God bringing you these diverse troubles. What God is doing in each situation is that amidst these diverse troubles, you can have joy constantly. Amidst these diverse troubles, verse 3 then says, you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So these bad situations were not brought about by the Lord. But even in these bad situations, even in these trying times, you have an opportunity for your endurance to grow. Your faith is tested. And in a, in a way, after you come out from it, you find that you're better equipped to even help people going through the same thing. Over the past week, I've had conversations with different people going through different situations that I have been through. And in these conversations, I felt very humbled to say, I understand. And it was not a nice thing to say. I understood what they were saying because I had been through the situations they were talking about. So when they were all, you know, up in their emotions and very stressed about it, very worried about the situation, I could respond calmly because, I mean, being dead done that, I've experienced what you're saying in the exact measure you're talking about. So I get it. I understand. And it just made this verse have more meaning and you know insights in my heart because my faith has been tested in this regard and now i have grown endurance so even though the situations that i am now helping these people through comes up again in my life my response will be different i've built tough skin in this area i've built endurance in this area so i won't fret as much when these issues come up i won't be as jittery when these issues come up because i have experienced it i have been through it and i came out stronger i came out with my endurance built but a part that really unnerved me the day that i told you i was overwhelmed and i read the scripture is where it says count it all joy and that's a difficult thing to do. The normal human response for when you are going through trying times is to complain, to look for somebody to whine to, to feel bad for yourself, to feel overwhelmed and distant from God. But scripture tells us to count it all joy. And there is a reason you are counting it all joy, that at the end of the day, if you allow patience to have its full work in you. You know, I'm already getting my, ahead of myself in this scripture because it's in verse 4 that we see, allow patience. Oh, sorry, my Bible is jammed. Okay, it's in verse 4 we see, so allow patience to have its full work in you so that you'll be mature and complete, lacking nothing. So there is a word there, let. Your, your Bible may say let, your version may say allow, but it just shows that you have an active part to play. So in all the situations that you're dealing with, in all the issues that you're encountering, you have the choice to allow patience do its full work in your heart. So that's the reason that James is saying 
to be joyful because this is an opportunity for like this difficult situations are an opportunity for you to express joy which is the fruit of your spirit and again your patience is being worked on and when this patience is built when you allow this patience to have its full-blown assignments in your life you'll be mature you'll be complete in regard of this issue you're talking about and you'll be lacking nothing in other practical senses you'll be better equipped to help people going through the same situations. In another sense, you'll be better equipped when the situation wants to pop up again in your future. Patience is a fruit of your spirit. Like love, it's not something you would feel. It's not something you would um, enjoy doing in the moment. But by the spirit, you can perpetually walk in patience. By the spirit, you can choose patience in situations that demand impatience. There was a quote I heard from, I think it was Morgan Freeman in a particular movie where he said that when you pray to the Lord for patience, he doesn't like drop it. This is a paraphrase. He doesn't drop it on you. What he does, and this is a movie quote too, <laughs> what he does is give you opportunities to work in patience and that opportunity is an answer to your prayer on being a patient person. And in many regards that's true like we've learned in the scripture from james allow patience have its full work are there days where you will not do a great job at allowing patience of course so now to wrap up this video let me give you practical ways to allow patience have its full work number one identify your opportunity areas like calm down and identify areas where you are finding it hard to be joyful. So these areas would definitely be the trials you're experiencing, the situations you're experiencing. And as much as possible, I want you to journal them out. Okay, so A, I'm experiencing, I count this issue as a trial. Maybe I am trying to watch my weight and it's really hard to eat clean. It's, it's difficult for me, so you identify that. I'm finding it hard to be patient with myself and the process in this regard. Or I'm finding it hard to trust God for a new job. I'm finding it hard to trust God for a partner. So I want you to identify your opportunity areas in that regard. The second thing I want you to do is to be vulnerable and state why exactly this thing gets you so much. And it's important for you to do that because of what we would see in verse 5, right? So verse 5 says, if you need wisdom, ask our generous God he will give it to you and he will not rebuke you for asking. I share that because many times we would find it difficult to perpetually walk in patience. Patience is a fruit of the spirit. So you cannot consistently walk in a fruit of the spirit by the power of your flesh. You will slip up many times. I'll give you two stories to drive this point home. First off, there was this time somebody was getting on my last nerve oh gosh like every time i i thought about her and the situation that was happening my blood just is to boil and i'm like god just give me opportunity let me just tell her how he's doing me and what's on my mind and i just went to the lord to pray about it i'm like lord i don't like what's going on i feel upset i feel wronged about the situation and i just explained everything and in that moment I don't even know what I was expecting God to say to me because, of course, 
I couldn't rat her out the way I was feeling like I just prayed about it and the next time I had a conversation with her I responded gently not in the way I felt like responding and this was only possible because I had prayed about it and I had just taken time to breathe and calm down and you know the portion of Proverbs that says a gentle answer turns away wrath it was amazing how the conversation just calmed down and the situation diffused because there was a calm response we we talked about the differences and the situation at hand and it was sorted did i feel wronged yes did i feel or desire to be seen as right and apologize to very well yes did that happen no but more importantly i know that i did will of god in that situation i know that I deprioritize my flesh and my emotions and prioritize what the spirit would have me do. And at the end of the day, that's what really matters because we have to give the Lord accounts. So I don't want to stand before the Lord or even in my prayer time, have conversations with the Lord and know very well that he would have asked me to do something or he wanted me to do something. And I responded in an entirely different way. So each time you walk by the Spirit and you do not do what your, your flesh is craving. You are honoring God. And that should be motivation enough to keep walking by the Spirit. To keep insisting on patience when you should be impatient. To keep insisting on love when you should be bitter. Another example that I would give is one that I've really learned from my husband. So if you came to this episode from my Instagram page, you would see that I posted pictures from our honeymoon. It was, a very, it was a very interesting time for us and like, it was lovely, like take me back because it was beautiful. Um, but I've just found that there are very few things that can wear my husband up, like there are very few things that can, you know, get him really upset. I, I hardly see that. In fact, if there is something that gets him upset, it's maybe he saw something on YouTube where somebody is teaching something that is not the gospel or you know righteous things are what upset my husband <laughs> so it's very interesting to watch now there was this situation with another person that was really offensive to me and i just saw how my husband reacted in the situation he was very calm about it you know very loving and gentle about it and i'm like i was expecting you to change it for this person you know show me some action that's what i was expecting but he was very calm about it spoke to the person nicely, said his hellos, you know, even gave hugs. And I'm like, go to the juggler. Something is wrong. Can we, can we get to the main point of this? But there was something about the way he responded that really humbled me in that situation. If someone was wrong and we respond wrongly, two wrongs don't make it right, especially in the eyes of the Lord. The way he responded, the patience he accorded, accorded in that situation was really stellar for me. And it's something that I've, I've learned from, something I'm constantly learning from. Even in the way we handle um, difficult conversations, because we don't fight. <laughs> the way we handle difficult conversations, there is never a time where we get to raise our voices at each other. And there was something that the Lord really taught me on patience, even in my marriage. And he said... As I've shared already in snippets in this video, that patience is and always will be a fruit of your spirit. There is no situation that excludes you or exonerates you from showing patience in that regard. 
So even in those times where you're tempted to be impatient with your spouse, those times where you're tempted to be impatient with this person because of the way they are behaving or the way they are acting, in that very instance, is a golden opportunity for you to demonstrate patience and trump over the devil. Because the devil doesn't jump in front of you and say, hi, I'm looking for ways to steal, kill, and destroy anything for me. Can you give me something? He doesn't do anything like that. He uses the normal everyday happenings to get to you he uses that person that's annoying you to get to you but that person is not really the problem that situation is not really the problem what the devil is trying to do on your heart is the problem and when you yield in prayer you tell lord lord i am finding it hard to respond well i am finding it hard to just be patient with this person Another example that I'll give is I'm the firstborn. So I'm used to things doing quickly. I'm, I'm used to things done like quickly. Don't waste time. Like, let's keep it moving. Let's go to the next thing. Even when I'm driving in Lagos, one of the phrases that's always at the tip of my tongue is let's keep it moving. Keep it moving, guys. Keep driving. Don't waste time. So I'm used to that kind of sequence, even when doing chores, with going out, with dressing up. Like, keep it moving. And it's something that the Lord had to temper my heart on. Like, so calm down like that extra one minute this person is taking if you're late you're already late <laughs> do you get if you're late you're already late if you're if you are um upset you're already upset so just calm down and the truth is many times all these things are out of our control there are times where for some reason i may be, I may be the one i may be the one running late how would i want that person to respond to me in that moment would i want to come down and see that person after i finish rushing and trying to be fast would i want to come down and see the person waiting for me let's assume it's my husband and see him like giving me an attitude for the lane is that how i would like to be received or would i prefer oh it is or oh, ah, why are you taking time are you preparing for grammys or something like there are just always ways out of this conversation so i hope these examples have helped you I hope you've gleaned a thing or two from this episode and I'm just really praying for you. I pray that this episode will be more than something you just, you know, stumbled on or streamed. I pray that in the moments that you need to exercise patience the most, most that the Holy Ghost will remind you of these words, that he'll remind you of who you are in Christ, that he'll remind you that patience is a fruit of your spirit and impatience is not. And I pray that it gets easier for you by the day. Thank you so much for sticking to this point of the video. I really do appreciate you. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your efforts. I appreciate your likes on this video. I appreciate you subscribing right now if you have not done that already. And I really, really appreciate you ahead of time for partnering with me for the TLR Christmas party coming up on the 23rd of December. Thank you so much for sticking to this point of the video. I love you and I'll see you at my next video. Bye.